finally happened. After two and a half years, finally got COVID. Ugh, it was as advertised. I had classic symptoms. You know, the cough, the dry cough, just the burning in your chest, feeling like somebody's pressing on it. Exhaustion, too. I, I mean, I couldn't even get through, like, an episode of Seinfeld without falling asleep. Which is, honestly, that part wasn't too bad because it, I normally have problems sleeping, so... <laughs> and last week was the week that we moved. So moving with COVID. Yeah, that definitely gave me anxiety. Hey everyone, I'm Patrick Jones and welcome to episode 31 of That Gives Me Anxiety. Yeah, that's right. Got the COVID. We moved into our new home, which we own, which is incredible. This is the first thing I'm recording here. Very exciting stuff. But yeah, I was basically in bed for 48 hours before the move. And then I kind of just stood in the garage. <laughs> just hearing that out loud. I, I, this is while the movers were helping us move everything from the house we were renting to the truck. I, of course, couldn't be around them. But just hilarious to be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to go stand in the garage. <laughs> it was like 95 degrees. I had 102 fever. It wasn't my best day. But yeah, it's so excited, so excited to be in the house and unpacking, but still getting over the exhaustion of COVID and just trying to get settled and get our washer and dryer hooked up, our dishwasher hooked up. Just, there's just a lot, of, a lot of things that take you out of your schedule when you move, but hopefully this will be the last time we move for a long time. Fingers crossed. Also, I'm really glad I got COVID now as opposed to when it like first came out because we just know so much more and... The knowledge of like what to expect and also got the vaccine and boosted and all that. So I wasn't as nervous about about dying, which, <laughs> you know, really can weigh on you. <laughs> Speaking of dying, what a transition. Here we go, Patty. Uh, I've got a great episode lined up where our anxiety is caused by ghosts. It feels like I am, I'm adding an extra syllable or, or something to ghosts. Like, like I'm calling a cat. In the episode, I spoke with Shauna DeMellon, who's a, a medium from Calgary. I never know if it's Calgary or you're supposed to say it, Calgary. I feel like I've heard it both ways. And my good friend, Abby Goldfarb, who's a Broadway actress and singer and wonderful, lovely person. So yeah, Shauna talks about what it's like being a medium, how she knew that she can start to contact or be contacted by ghosts, what they want, and how she gets up, and she teaches us how to set boundaries, and talks about some of the scarier encounters she's had. So a little bit of an unusual episode, but still very interesting and exciting and, and kind of fun. So before we get to the interviews, I want to remind you to rate and review the show wherever you're listening. You can check the show out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, or YouTube. And if you're liking the show and you want to support it and support me, there's the Buy Me a Coffee link in the description where you can make a donation, which is always appreciated. So yeah, let's make our way to start talking about ghosts and ghouls. Thank you so much for listening. Joining me now on the podcast to talk about ghosts, I have my good friend, and Broadway sensation, Abby Goldfarb. I, your face when I said that. Literally, like, full, in, full embarrassment and, hmm? 
question. Yeah. But yes, I'll embrace it. It's me. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Normally, I I ask people how they want their title to be introduced, but like I have had that plan to just put you on the spot to kind of embarrass you a little bit. I appreciate that. I (laughs) appreciate it. And if you had asked me, I, I wouldn't have known what to say. So that was even better than I could have imagined. Great. Thank you. You honor me. Yeah, of course. Well, we know each other from the improv team Bueller, (laughs) which uh, (laughs) is now defunct going back like seven years, but uh, a lot of fun. I I love all the people that were on that team. And yeah, it was a, it was a good time. Such characters. All of us. Yeah. But that was great. Good times. So yeah, we are going to talk today about ghosts what's your what's your initial when i when hearing like anxiety related to ghosts Mm -hmm. where does your mind go my mind immediately goes well first let me just preface this with the fact that i had ocd my whole life and so this also made me have rituals at Mm -hmm. night whenever i would see like a scary movie or like anything that had ghosts in it or supernatural things, it would make me as a child have to do like my OCD would get infinitely worse. Mm -hmm. So I always had a very tumultuous relationship with ghosts, scary things, all that kind of stuff. A lot of anxiety. And my mind immediately goes to when I was about 12 years old at my friend Perry's house. Oh, I shouldn't have said her name, whatever. That's fine. That's not her. That's not their real name. (laughs) That's not their real name. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Um, (laughs) covered our baby. And they won't be listening to this anyway, probably. But it doesn't matter. (laughs) They at their house. I remember we watched a movie called They. I may be getting that incorrect, but Mm -hmm. I believe it was called They, and it was about ghosts. And all I remember is being on a blow-up mattress in her loft apartment, and. From that day on, I couldn't watch scary movies anymore because all I thought about was they. And every night I think they were coming for me. So oh, man. I have like PTSD over over this over one movie. moment in my life. <laughs> yes. I always, you know, I, I buy in big time to horror movies. So I have to be like selective when I'm able to watch them. But I always laugh yeah. at myself a little bit because it's like, all right, so ghosts are are watching to know mm-hmm. when you've watched a scary movie mm-hmm. to like, like that's the time that they get you, <laughs> yes. right? Like that's the only time I'm afraid. Like They're like waiting in the wings, ready to come. Yeah. Like, why like, don't oh. you watch something scary so I can get yes. you? Yeah. Abby just watched something. Well, now it's time for me to freak her out and haunt her. Right. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Now's the well, time. So were you the, the type of kid that going into a basement or a dark mm-hmm. alley, like your mind started to wander a little bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely a lot of imagination going and especially just being in the dark. Mm. What could that, be there? Yeah. Yeah. What honestly, what could be there? <laughs> Usually a bug or like <laughs> something <laughs> really gross. But yeah, what can't, like when I can't see, what can't I see? You know what I mean? Like yeah, possibilities are infinite. It could be so, any, yeah. It, honestly, it could be, it could be anything. Yeah. Um, Maybe not even a ghost, but a ghost. It right. A ghost. <laughs> right. And you know, a person with those... a knife or a ghost. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a murderer or Evil a world. ghost. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I, 
always think about the stories that people have told me about ghosts. And then I start to forget whether I've experienced these things or whether people have just told me these stories or like where they come from. Like you always hear about someone waking up in the middle of the night, like a small child sitting on their bed and they're like, she was green and kind of like a ghost. And then I went back to sleep and I woke up in the morning and that's all the memory I have. You're like, did I, did I experience this ever? Or am I just hearing like my grandma's grandma's story from yeah. somewhere? Like, I feel like everyone has one of those. I, yeah, I have one. That's everyone. Similar. I have, I have two ghost stories, but I'll, I'll save one for later. Okay. okay. One is I remember I, when I was like five, I shared a room with one of my sisters and there was one time that I like woke up and I like you don't know if it's a dream or not a dream but I'm just gonna tell the story yes Um, tell it door opens up woman all like white like not like human skin white you know like Mm -hmm. white white Mm -hmm. in like a Victorian looking dress it's always period it's always a period piece ghosts (laughs) (laughs) ghosts only exist in the period pre-1950 right <laughs> just like, like the little women coming <laughs> to haunt you <laughs> joe joe is coming joe to get March. you yeah, yeah. Joe March, whatever. <laughs> yeah so joe flings the door open <laughs> and walks over to my sister and and bends down and gives her a kiss and i remember being like scared but also not scared to the point that I just like closed my eyes and like was too afraid to open them there is it's a little anticlimactic but I was just so afraid that I had to close my eyes I'm amazed that the ghost gave your sister a kiss yeah what a sweet thing that you're like end question is was it your five-year-old imagination in the middle of the night having a sort of dream thing or was it a period ghost period ghost that's so funny i love how like ghosts they never seem to appear from like before the industrial revolution right they never there's never like they don't you don't hear about socrates coming yeah yes socrates Socrates coming to haunt you right give you complex math equations yeah no they're like too dead like they're like way too gone they're like we can't i can't f with that no i can't relate with these kids these days no i don't know what they don't even know where to find us right i think (laughs) well you know what i'm gonna tell the other the other ghost story and this is tell it this is from a more recent thing and i didn't actually see the ghost so this is someone else so we're we're, i'm jamie and i are staying at a friend's house it's this like lofted cabin in the woods and so we're kind of like perfect all in the same setup. space. Perfect setup perfect that ghosts setup. love the woods. They hate the city. Too much traffic. <laughs> and we wake up the next day and my friend, she goes, so I woke up in the middle of the night and there was a man dressed in a raincoat standing over my, my bed, which means this person, ghost, whatever it was, would have had her to walk past my bed to get to where she was, which is just like, oh my gosh, that's oh, like, that's it. you didn't so wake eerie. up and scream? What are you doing? Scream. Yeah. Give wow. us a chance. Give us a chance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's my question too. Like you just 
you just witnessed it and just like took it in and you're like, okay, cool. Go right. back to bed now. Yeah. Like, what's up, man? <laughs> all, yeah. Also like, don't, you need witnesses. You need witnesses for this thing. I would be right. like, look, look, look. I mean, yeah. maybe you didn't want to scare the ghost away, but I wouldn't want, I, I would, I think I would have to have someone else see it. Like I right. would have to. Or that's know if point. anyone else sees it, or is it just me that sees this ghost? Am I crazy, or are we all collectively crazy? Right. Or do ghosts only come for, like, can only certain people see them if they're there for them, or are they there for all? Who knows what the rules of ghosting are? That's the question. Well, I'll tell you who knows. <laughs> Perfect segue <laughs> to set me up. Uh, I, for the <laughs> listeners, I've also interviewed a medium named Shauna DeMellon. And she has a lot of the rules about ghosts. And so let's go to the first clip. Now on the podcast to talk about ghosts, I have... So let me get this straight. In today's day and age, you're supposed to be drinking a ton of water, doing yoga, making sure you and your whole family is happy, strike a good work-life balance, exercise, read books, watch movies, eat healthy meals, be a big part of your community, and get eight hours of sleep. <laughs> it's unrealistic. It's too much. Well, that's why there's Instacart to take a little bit off your plate or help put a little bit on your plate. Ah, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Using Instacart, you search for all your favorite foods and, and items that you need from the grocery store, fresh produce, all your favorites, everything you want, and they deliver it to you. They go to the store and do your shopping for you. Just remove it from your to-do list, just with a few clicks. And you'll have your items delivered to your door in as fast as an hour. It's pretty quick. And through the link in the episode description, they're offering free delivery on your first order over $35. But you got to make sure you click the link in the description. That tells Instacart that this show sent you and it helps support the show. And you can also take advantage of the free delivery. So yeah, be nice to yourself. Give Instacart a shot. Now on the podcast to talk about ghosts, I have... Joining me now on the podcast is Shauna DeMellon, who is a spiritual medium, and we are going to talk about ghosts. Shauna, yes, <laughs> it's said to tingle down my spine already. Thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh my goodness, this is just so exciting. Just, yeah. it's one of my one of my favorite topics to talk about, and it's just it flows nicely into the the whole arena around anxiety. So, thank you. I'm I'm excited for our chat today. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, we connected and, and did an episode of my other podcast, Death Space Filling the Void. And then the idea kind of came up that we should talk about ghosts. I mean, it's certainly something that people are afraid of. So why don't we start by you sort of introducing yourself and telling people what you do, and then we can get into the background of when you started to experience ghosts. I don't know if that's the verb. <laughs> Um, the verb, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I am a spiritual medium. I'm also a life coach and I work energetically. So for anyone who has seen the movie Ghost, that is usually a precursor to the classes I teach. I tell people, go home, watch the movie Ghost. It gives a pretty accurate depiction of, of what the spirit world is like and, and what it's like to communicate with them. The other movie that I usually give as homework is uh, Doctor Strange with the energy and the sacred geometry and all of that kind of good stuff rolled into one. As a little girl, I saw spirit everywhere and I called them the see-through people. And so you could say they were ghosts. Some people refer to them as entities. Some people call them crossover loved ones, angels, ancestors, light beings, benevolent energies. There are countless names for the different energies. Basically these energies 
are not in the physical body. And so as a little girl, I just saw them everywhere. And I thought, I thought everyone saw them and that wasn't always the case. And so I grew up going to Catholic school. And so it wasn't something that was readily talked about. And I think we may have talked about this in our last chat. We didn't have TV shows. We didn't have books. We didn't have people readily talking about this and, and normalizing it for people to help them understand. Another great movie is The uh, Sixth Sense. The little boy talks about, you know, he's like, I see dead people. And a lot of times when someone has anxiety, when there's all this different energy that's around them, it's like their energy and their body is picking up on something different, but their logical mind isn't able to make sense of it. The logical mind is going, oh my gosh, there's something wrong. Something's not right. Something is going to get me. I'm, I'm not safe. And it just, it sort of takes on a mind of its own. And it's like, it, it activates that lizard brain. It activates that, that brain that puts us in fight or flight. And that instantly can kick us into that anxiety and just, I don't know what this is. And I just feel off. And the invitation that I always love to give people is to acknowledge that you're aware of something in that first moment is just having the awareness that, okay, something has shifted. And if you can stay in that place of question and starting to really question whatever that is, I, I always love to tell people, everyone's intuitive. Everyone on the planet has intuitive gifts and abilities. It just depends on how open and available you are to looking at that. And not everybody wants to, or, or even has the inclination to, and that's fine. But for those who are a little bit more open to it, it's an invitation to start wondering, okay, what is this? Is there something more? Is there something that I am picking up on that requires a little bit more investigation. That's sort of how I look at spirit communication. It's like we're, we're putting together puzzle pieces and we're, we're kind of like detectives. And I tell people, you know, when I'm reading for, for clients and mediumship readings, it's like, it's like playing charades with an energy that isn't in the physical body. They're showing me things and telling me things and I'm feeling and sensing things. And, and together we're putting together those, those pieces to formulate a story, to formulate more information that comes through as a message. The really interesting thing is that when, when I first started to become, so I'll backtrack just for a sec. So as a little girl saw spirit, and then I just, you know, we went to Catholic school. So it wasn't something that was talked about. And then over time, I just sort of blocked it out. It's like, I just one sec, sorry. What do you need my love? Okay. I'll show you the puppy. Oh, this is Maggie. Yes. You're, so silly. you're so silly i'm just gonna take her sweater off sure just outside, so she might be a little hot but yes she she gets a little bit silly okay you need to come and lie down come in your bed yes you need to come and lie down come silly as a young girl saw spirit everywhere we went to catholic school just wanted to really fit in so i started to sort of kind of shut it down and it was interesting because i would go home every day after school and my mom would say, how was your day? And I'd say, it was really good. Mr. Smith was there. And she would look at me funny and, and she would say, what do you mean Mr. Smith was there? Well, I saw Mr. Smith at the school, but I thought he died, but he was there and he was kind of, kind of see-through and, 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 and he was really, really fun and really nice. And, and he came in and said, hi. And then it was like, oh, well, you're not getting supper. You stop talking about this crazy stuff. <laughs> this is absurd. So I went in that direction. So I kind of put two and two together. You know, I can't talk about this at home. I won't have friends at school. 
okay, I'm going to just start sort of shutting this off. And that's when the anxiety started to really kick up for me because it was my awareness, my body, my energy picking up on all these different energies around me. And I was shutting it off. I was like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not even going to look at that. It's like, I was totally shutting my awareness off. No, no, no. I'm, I want to fit in. I want to be normal. And then, you know, you fast forward about 15 years ago, had an accident and it was through the healing of that accident that I really started to have a greater understanding as to what was it that was causing me to run out of my own basement? What was it that like I wouldn't go in the basement if, if I was the only person at home alone? I would feel temperature shifts in the room, like the room would get ice cold and then it would heat up. I would hear doors opening and I would hear footsteps. I would hear people talking and there wasn't anybody there. Like I thought, oh my God, I'm losing my mind. Like there's, I might need to be locked up because this is crazy. And it was through through reaching out to different spiritual teachers who helped me to understand that all of the anxiety that I was experiencing was because I was not willing to be aware of the spirit energy that was around me. And so, you know, there were years where I couldn't go to busy restaurants. Like if there were, if it was a full restaurant and we had the last table, chances are I wouldn't be able to go in. I had to, I had to learn boundaries with spirit because I'm not like, I'm not like other mediums where, you know, I don't go to Safeway to talk to spirit and to relay messages. I'm, I'm at Safeway to get vegetables and fruit, to be honest. Like I'm, I'm there living my life. Like I'm, I have office hours. So I needed to figure out how to make it work for me. I was, I would be awake every night and there would be crossover loved ones in my room saying, I I'm lost. I, I can't find my wife. I, I don't know where I am. Can you, can you help me? I, I don't know where my house is. And it was like, I was, I just, all of a sudden it it turned on like a fire hydrant and it was just crazy. And so my sleep was interrupted. I had anxiety during the day. I was terrified to be home alone in the house. There were certain, certain businesses and establishments that I would not go in. I was just like, no, I'm not even going to go into that place because this is just not for me. And again, so I met different, different teachers. It's interesting how the universe sort of aligns you with the right person at the right time. You know, like when the student is ready, the, the teacher will appear, that kind of thing. And so again, I found someone and she she nailed it on the head. She said, she explained all the things that were happening. She said, you you leave concerts early or you won't even go. And you you have to leave restaurants early and you have this anxiety and you feel like someone's watching you and you're picking up all of these different things. And she said, it's because you're not willing to be aware of the spirit energy that's around you. You're not willing to be more conscious with it and understand it and make it work for you. And so then we started to formulate a game plan. Okay. I had office hours. You do not interrupt me at night when I'm sleeping. I (laughs) just, that's just a no. I had business hours to communicate with spirit unless it's life-threatening or if it's something that my spiritual team needs to relay to me, that's outside office hours. That's fine. So I was able to sort of pick and choose and sort of figure out how to make this work for me. And it was, it was funny. There was, I started to smell cigarette smoke and we were in the house and no one in the house smoked. And I I would smell cigarette smoke and I would think, did I leave a candle burning? Is, is, is there something on the stove? Like, what is that? And it happened a few times. And I would say to my family, do you smell that? And they'd kind of look at me weird. And then we were going out to a restaurant and just recently they had passed a bylaw here in Calgary that you couldn't smoke inside the restaurants. So we went into the restaurant, we were sitting there, we'd ordered appetizers. 
And again, I, it was like somebody blew smoke right in my face. And it was like, oh God, what is that? And I said, do you guys not smell that? Do you smell it? There's somebody in here smoking. And by this point, my family's like, are you okay? Like, what's going on with you? Mm-hmm. And then we ended up leaving, you know, leaving early because I didn't, I just, I couldn't stay. It was like, I was so freaked out and I didn't understand it. So we leave and the next day I went for a walk. There's this beautiful park here in Calgary. It's, it's called Bonas and it's right by the river. It's lovely. So I'm walking and walking and walking and I'm walking for about 20 minutes. And then up ahead of me, I see this beautiful orb of light. It's the most beautiful light. And I hear my name is John and I just sort of freeze and I'm looking around and I smell the cigarette smoke and there's no one else around me. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm losing my mind. What's going on? And I get in the car to come home and I'm thinking, what the heck is going on? I kept hearing, my name is John, my name is John. And I kept smelling the smoke. And so I get home and the only thing I could think of was I needed to talk to my dad. I thought there's, there's something with, with this name, John. So I get home and I call my dad and I said, do you, is there someone in your family named John? And he said, well, yeah, my dad, my dad's name was John. And oh, did he smoke like a chimney? Oh, and he just had the best sense of humor. And we were chatting and chatting. And it was funny because then I kind of, I got off the phone and I'm sort of putting the puzzle pieces together. And all I hear is, I told you it was me. And I turn and I look and there's my grandfather who I'd never met sitting in the chair. And so I'm sitting there and I'm kind of going, oh my God, I'm absolutely certified now. (laughs) I've lost my mind. This is crazy. (laughs) And so I started to realize that all of the anxiety was because I was pushing it away. I was like, no, this is, this is weird. Nobody else is experiencing this. No, I, I don't know what this is. This needs to go away. This is just ridiculous. And so then it was, okay, how much more am I aware of the spirit world? And what is this going to look like? I was terrified then. I thought, oh no, I'm, I'm going to be taken over. I'm going to be possessed. They're not going to leave me alone. Like, what, what is this going to look like? And so again, it was just, even being willing to be open and available to the idea that there was something that was contributing to causing the anxiety that I was feeling. Oh my goodness. On the podcast to talk about ghosts, I have, how scary is it that she was seeing what she quote unquote, see through people at like school, like everywhere. They wouldn't no. leave no. her alone yet. No, no, no. Nope. I know. How am I supposed to go on with my day? Yeah. Now I'm not questioning her. She sounds very relatable too. And like, mm-hmm. I really like her. That's yeah. the thing. Cause sometimes you hear mediums and you're like, mm-hmm, okay. Like yeah. the long Island medium and like all of these things, not throwing shade, but like kind of throwing shade. What is going on with some of these people? Mm-hmm. She, I, I like her a lot. And I'm sort of like, that's a difficult thing yeah. to be living your life and and going through that and seeing invisible, non-invisible, whatever people, ghosts, mm-hmm. and just like you're like at the playground and poof, oh, there's another one. That's really scary. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I am sort of glad I don't live that life. But at the same time, I feel like, why don't I? You know, like I'm a little left out. What's wrong you know? with you? Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> you're charming. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Am I not good I- enough? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I a great friend. I'm a good listener. The Broadway's Abby Goldfarb. Yeah. <laughs> what am I, Chop Liver? Exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. It's also 
it's kind of daunting too because it seems like these ghosts all want something from her so it's like not only do you have to right. see ghosts but it's like the small talk like i, I don't have that much ability to, to handle just all the emotional needs right no it's people are not living people in your life it's enough small talk with them now you add this layer that feels mm-hmm. like a lot of responsibility too like yeah seriously I, I don't know i i feel like it's a lot of yeah responsibility and also like who else is going through this with you it's like you, you are kind of in a mi- minority here right and that's a lot to, to handle because you'd have I to be careful about who you open up to and tell that to because yes. people will treat you differently for sure 100 percent. and yeah. i mean i still i believe that she's going through this and I believe that she sees and experiences these things. It's so hard, like psychologically, I wish I knew more about the human brain. Like I wish I was a, like a neuro neurologist or like scientist and mm-hmm. knew about where these it, people who are mediums, where, where, what happens to their brain and like, are they experiencing things differently? Are they actually, you know what I mean? I'm not trying yeah, to like, exactly. out, but like, there's a little bit of question of, are you sort of do you have like this hyper imagination that mm-hmm. is causing this too or are you like using some of your own personal yeah yeah hallucinations this mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know yeah i, don't know. I think I, I mean and and she acknowledges that there's yeah. a heavy level of skepti- skepticism and that's exactly. kind of part of that's the fun sort of though yeah you're, <laughs> it's kind of like watching a magician you're trying to see yeah. where the trick is is where the sleight of hand is or, or mm-hmm. you know, if you can, if she slips up on something that she's saying right. or something, right. That's, that's right, a part exactly. of it. Yeah. Because it is. it's, it's kind of wild. I mean, it's, it's, and that also makes it kind of fun to be honest. Exactly. And like the times where it really does connect and work, that's the freaky part. Right. And clearly she has a very good sense of people and she has good sense of things, I think, mm-hmm. because she's probably hyper aware to everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Which makes it easier to understand people. And then you can also know, like, but how do you predict things? Like, how do you know? I don't, there's a lot of emotional intelligence. There's a lot of questions. Yeah. Emotional intelligence and a gift. Yes. And a period ghost. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I also want to get, get your thoughts on, so she, she's telling the story about the cigarette smoke and, uh-huh. This, this ghost i feel like i wouldn't sleep for years after this i mean it turns yeah. out to be her grandpa who she never met but how would you yes. react if, if you just have you're being hounded by a ghost like that <laughs> such a good question <laughs> my immediate thing is i'm like i'm t- i'm obviously telling my mom and my husband like immediately and i'm like mm-hmm. confiding in them knowing that they're going to probably think i'm commit you but commit me but at the same time they know me well and they know I'm like oh like you know at least like a little bit okay and (laughs) I think I I really think I would see someone immediately like I would have to I would have to see a professional and I would have them like study me immediately you mean a psychologist Uh, or like a medium would you go or both maybe both yeah maybe both cover your bases cover my bases see someone that like also has experienced something like this and then see someone who can maybe figure out what's going on especially if it's sudden I feel like if I was being hounded like that that would be 
my, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think I'd be able to, to sleep quite honestly. No, I, I don't like, until I figured it out. I would need like concrete evidence, which mm-hmm. may not exist. Unfortunately. And that like yeah. living in limbo and living in the unknown. It's not my forte. Yeah. Even like if I go to bed first and I know that Jamie's going to come in later, I, yeah. there's like a little bit of anxiety knowing that at yes. some point she's probably going to wake me up, not even intending yeah. to do so. So if they're, if you're just like trying to sleep and like, there could be a ghost that just is bugging you yes. for something that not even like being afraid, afraid of what they would do more just no. like, leave me alone. It's, just, it's annoying at a certain point too, <laughs> especially once you get used to it. Right. Like the initial, it's like the initial, you know, surprise and fear. Sure. But then like the fifth time you're like, just leave me alone. Enough. I'm sure. Yeah. Enough. Get, leave me in peace. What am I doing? Like, why 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 me why is this happening yeah but all what of us are just whoopi goldberg in in ghosts right <laughs> like that whole movie i feel like she's like why me <laughs> also a musical yeah also a musical. <laughs> <laughs> but yes exactly like, there you why? go broadway's finest point it out <laughs> always circle it back always yeah. circle it back <laughs> well i also want to point out the sort of rules of ghosts since uh, that was a question of yours. But in this clip, there was the role of acknowledge that you are sensing something, which is kind of interesting because we all, you know, when you, when you're a kid, you you throw a blanket over your head Mm -hmm. and you do what I did. You close your eyes as tight as you can. She's saying like, acknowledge it. I like that. Yeah. I really like that. I like the embracing of, whatever you're experiencing and not shaming or Mm. causing lots of fear, especially for kids like us, we were talking about that have like a lot of anxiety or like I had crazy OCD. I mean, yeah, it'd be great if we just sort of like embraced that it may not be, it's not something bad necessarily. You're feeling something, you're sensing something and that could be really cool. And you Mm -hmm. you could be really special for having this experience. Right. Flip it a little bit. I like that. Yeah. And like any, I mean, any problem you're having, you, you really can't fix it until step one is like acknowledge it. So acknowledge you have a, a sense. Sense. A gift. Emotional <laughs> a intelligence. Gift. Yeah. Not a problem. A gift. <laughs> Not a problem. A gift. Yeah. I'm Abby and I have a gift. Yeah. Hi, Abby. Hi. Like, that is, that's yeah. it. That's it. <laughs> I'm Abby and I have a gift. I'm a gift. And I sh- <laughs> and I'm gonna share it with the world on the stage. That was sort of a ghosty kind of gift. Yeah. I, <laughs> I gotta uh, I gotta keep it on theme. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have to exactly bring myself to it and keep it on theme. Absolutely. Well, it's a good time to go to the second clip where we get some Perfect. more rules of ghosts. Mm-hmm. And not relationship ghosting, just real, real <laughs> ghosting. That is another topic. Yeah. <laughs> now on the podcast to talk about ghosts, I have, I mean, there's so, I have so many questions based on, <laughs> on everything you were just saying. So do you remember, it was there, you know, it's like, it's a funny question in the sense of, do you remember your first ghost? Do you remember the first time you, you saw a spirit person, as you put it? What yep. was that? What happened? So there was, oh, this is a really, this is a really good story. There was, there was a neighbor that had lived a few blocks over and he, he worked in construction. 
every time I went over to my friend's house, it was her dad. Every time I went over, I just always felt a bit off. I don't, I don't, I couldn't really describe what it was. It was like, every time I went over, he was nice. He was friendly, give us money to go get Slurpees and, and things like that. But it was just, there was just this weird feeling whenever I was around him. And there was one day I was walking home from school and I was probably, I want to say like maybe eight or nine. And I heard this truck honking. I turn and I look and I hear someone calling my name and it's him. His, his name was Joe. And just so everyone knows, I, I have permission to share stories. Whenever I can share someone's name, I get permission. So I looked up and there was Joe and he was driving this big work truck and he's honking and he's like, Shauna, Shauna. And I looked and I waved and his face went it changed into almost like a demonic looking face. And I, I was terrified and I dropped my lunch and I ran home and it was like, Oh my gosh, what, what was that? What did I just see? That's so scary. Yeah. It was terrifying. And again, I came home and I I tried to tell my mom, I said, his face changed and there was something not right. And she was like, okay, okay. You need to eat your lunch. There's nothing (laughs) there. There's no boogeyman. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Joe's a nice person. So it was about a month later. And then from, from that moment on, it's like, I didn't really want to go around and be around Joe as much because every time I saw him, his face went sort of demonic, like almost looked like a monster. So about a month later, there was, uh, you know, there were fire trucks and there was an ambulance at their house. And it turned out that he, he harmed someone in the family and then he took his own life. Mm. And so I was supposed to be there that day because there was a birthday party. And I said to my mom, I said, no, I I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. So if I hadn't seen that change in his face, for whatever reason, spirit was showing that to me. And so if I hadn't, I may have been in there in that house when all of these different things had happened that day. And so there were three people that had lost their lives that day. And so it was things like that, that I could remember. And most of them were just really really scary like they just like there wasn't any answer to it and it was almost like well if it stops or it goes away then we don't have to look at it (laughs) so Mm. he drove away in the truck that day and I didn't think of it again and so yeah things like that and that's that's the earliest the earliest recollection I have and then from that moment on then it was I would see as again, I called them the see-through people. I would see them everywhere. I would see them in houses and vehicles at school. They were everywhere. And then as a medium, anyone who connects with those on the other side, from my understanding, working with my masters and teachers, our energy looks a little bit different. So they are aware that we are aware of them. And so it was like, I, no matter how fast I ran home from school, they were there. No matter how many doors I slammed in their face, they were there. <laughs> it was just, oh my goodness. And one of the big things that I learned early on with my spiritual development was I'm the one with the physical body that they, they don't have a body. So, so many people are just, they get, they get into that energy and they're so scared and I get it. I've been there. The anxiety kicks in and we're scared and we're trying to understand it. And it just starts to escalate. We're not breathing. And, and, you know, our, our monkey mind starts to take over and it just perpetuates into this. We're down the rabbit hole before we know it. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I get it. I get it. There's so many different facets to it, but yeah, that's, that's the first, the first time I can, I can clearly remember. Oh, wow. And so is there a typical thing that they want? What to use the, the example of the movie ghosts, which you have recommended, is there something they're warning of or, or what, what are they, what are they troubling you for? Right. So there are a couple of different answers. Oftentimes, so 
when, so it's like the movie Ghost. Patrick Swayze's character, Sam, he's shot and there's a beautiful light that opens up and he's, he doesn't realize that he's dead. So he's out of his body. You can call that your soul, your spirit. He's out of his physical body, but he doesn't understand yet that he's dead. So the light opens up and normally that soul, that spirit would go into the light and would go to whatever that looks like for people. It could be heaven. It could be the hereafter. It could be the other side. It could be whatever works for, for people. And he doesn't go to the light. And then he becomes what we refer to as earthbound. So he's still connected to his life here, but he's not, he's not connected into all of his intuitive gifts, his mediumship gifts as he was before. And so it's sort of, they're sort of lost. They're, they're in this place where they don't quite understand. And oftentimes when energies are around more often than not, if there are spirits around you, they are connected to you somehow. Hmm. So it could be your grandparents. So it could be a pet that you've lost. It could be your brother, your sister, your spouse. It could be any number of people that have left the physical. And oftentimes the most common thing that I've heard is that they just want us to know that they're okay. They want us to know that I'm okay. I've, I'm, I'm in this other dimension or space and that I'm okay. Because oftentimes when we lose someone, that's the number one question I'm asked is, are they okay? Where are they? Are they okay? It's, is, is everything okay with them? So for a medium, whenever there's spirit energy around me that isn't, they're not my loved ones, it's, there's oftentimes there's a message that they are looking to relay to someone. Mm. They are lost. Oftentimes, just before I have, just before my client days is usually when the spirit starts to show up in my house and they're connected to the clients that are coming in to see me. So there's that possibility as well. They're popping in. For most people, if, if, they, if they feel like it's, it's a spirit energy that's around them and they're not sure and they're scared and they're feeling anxious, you can tell that energy to leave. And with universal laws, however you want to look at that, they actually have to leave. They can't stay. So if you say, all right, I don't know what this is. You need to get out of my, my property. You need to get out, go, go, go. Then they have to actually go. And then if there is more coming up for someone around, is that my grandfather? Like, what is that? I don't know. I had a dream. Could it be? Could it be? I invite you to find a spiritual teacher that you resonate with to start to explore that, to help you to start to kind of unpack it so that you can understand it so that it's not overwhelming. It doesn't induce the anxiety. Every, every student that I've worked with over the years, they've all had episodes of panic attacks, anxiety, uncertainty, worry, all of these different symptoms. And it's all relayed back to spirit, just having that sense that there's something else happening. There's something else that's shifted. And when we start to understand that we all have spiritual gifts, we all have these abilities, then we can start to understand and, and sort of normalize it for people. I find that Hollywood's done this fantastic job of making it scary and you're going to be possessed and you're going to summon demons and, you know, we're going to get our, we'll get our Ouija boards out and we'll, we'll bring demons in and have some aliens. And it's like, okay, you know what? <laughs> yes. Are there funky town energies? Yes, there are, but that's not, it's just not something that we focus on. I mean, it's, I always tell people, whatever you're predominantly focusing on is what's going to show up in your world more and more. So 
If you're focused on having an understanding of what your anxiety, perhaps it could be spirit communication. Perhaps you have gifts and abilities with connecting with the other side that you are not aware of maybe. And perhaps that's what it is. And I mean, anxiety can show up for a myriad of different reasons. I have so many clients who have high stress jobs and we're in the midst of a pandemic and they've lost a loved one. They've gone through a divorce. And oftentimes when there is, when there are, when there's more than one big life change in someone's life that starts to change the way that our brain is functioning mm -hmm. and it starts to change the way that we see the world and so all of those different things will start to add to the anxiety and what what would normally bring that up for somebody then it's like there's it like it takes it to another whole level if you will very interesting wow yeah mm -hmm. I'm going to be thinking about that the rest of the week, I think. <laughs> On the podcast to talk about ghosts, I have... Look who we got here. It's our friends at My Software Tutor. Can Excel be my friend? Many people have wondered this for years. The answer is yes, it can. Excel doesn't have to be like the friend that your mom makes you hang out with in elementary school. It's weird. Always stuff with boogers, right? What's wrong? What's up? Why is that kid always eating boogers? Their house always had the best snacks, too. And there he is. Boogers. Well, Excel doesn't have to be like that weird kid. Unless you were that weird kid. Were you? Be honest. You know. I'm not actually asking. I can't hear your response, but you know. And it's okay if you were. You know, just take it easy with the boogers. <laughs> just talking about boogers, Dorgan Adrian. Uh, don't worry. This is They didn't write this that part. That was a, an improvisation. My Software Tutor offers three levels of real-time Zoom-based courses with a live instructor. They deliver practical, functional business skills in a friendly and supportive environment. It can be daunting, right? You, you need that supporting environment to learn Excel. There's no stupid questions. It could be really difficult. And as we know, and we talk about on this podcast all the time, it could be really daunting to learn something new and put yourself out there. So think of this as like a, a kindergarten for learning something new and, and helping your job prospects. Or be better at the job you already have. Get that raise. Get that whatever. Take pictures of it for Instagram. Yeah, that'll be cool. <laughs> Keeping it as vague as possible so that you can input your own. Just just making a mad lib of, of your own desires. These courses will increase your marketability, whether you're an employee, job seeker, consultant, or contractor. Register at mysoftwaretutor.com and use the promo code POD20 to save 20% off all registrations. Thank you so much to my software tutor. Yeah, guys, take advantage of that 20% off and confidently list Excel on your resume. Now on the podcast to talk about ghosts, I have... We just got a few more rules about ghosts, but the story she told about the first ghost, about the man's face that flashed to a demon and then he ended up like hurting his family like holy shit yeah what do you do with that information like right? what do you do with that right what is your responsibility mm -hmm. and what can you and do what can you do yeah. yeah you there's really nothing <sighs> i mean avoiding his house is what she ended up doing which is right, probably exactly i mean the best yeah i mean that would be a good idea good idea start there start there but at the same time it's like also like what do you try to mine for more information like do you try to get that do you 
Do you want to see that again? Do you want to see more? Do you have the ability to control it at all? Like that would be my, mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause then at this point, you know, media helps solve crimes or like mm-hmm. or they sometimes try to help solve crimes. Yeah. You know, they're, they're sometimes not wanted, but right. like families who are in, who are absolutely desperate for information and like go years and years and years, like if their child is missing or something mm-hmm. and a medium comes by and they're like, I have information. It's like, even if you don't believe it, if you're, you want to find your kid, you're going to just listen. Like what's it going to do? At this it's point, not yeah. hurt, right. As long as it's not costing you money or like, you know, whatever. Is there any, like, does she have any power or want to see more? I don't know. I have questions. Yeah. It seems like, I mean, we'll, we'll get to a little bit of it. I mean, she, she seems very comfortable with it and understands what she can and can't do. And and so it's like, like any other job, I guess, where you're, (laughs) you know, (laughs) it's like her manager is like, she's not allowed to go. She's not allowed to do above her role. Right. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Or below it. Right. Or below yeah. it, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just stick to your job description. That's yeah. it. <laughs> the second ghosting rule is it, mm-hmm. that came out in this clip is spirits know when you're able mm-hmm. to perceive them, which is right? <sighs> then there's no hiding. I mean, that makes you feel a little nervous. No, yeah, and also that's my question because all the stories you hear like and friends who have seen ghosts or think they did at night or these kind of things these ghosts sometimes or, or spirits or whatever it is half the time they're just like ignoring pe- the people like if you're awake seeing them it's like most of the time they're just like they were acting like i wasn't even there like yeah and i'm sort of like well if they know why are they not engaging at all right with some people what is this just judging you, being like, oh, just, you, you're like, going to have more chocolate, more chocolate. Yeah. That's what you get. <laughs> I see you, but I'm not yeah. even going to look. Like, I'm going to get I you just, when you're sleeping. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that feels like a hard and fast rule of ghosting that I'm just, I'm just not 100%. I'm not convinced of it. I'm not. Mm. I, I, I hate to question the medium, but I, I feel like if you're, if, if you want, them to notice you may like then i don't know but that's like why are that my question is why are there so many stories where people are like they just they just don't even it's like it's like you're not there which the third rule that came out it's it's interesting that you're steering us in that direction is that she's saying that spirits have to leave if you ask them to leave right i've heard this one before actually Before I listen to this, yeah, I've heard people say like if or something along the lines of like if you ask them to leave, they'll leave or like they won't not haunt you, but like they won't come again or like they won't bother you, which is sort of really kind. Yeah. It's like how nice. (laughs) It's like super nice and considerate. But I guess if if ghosts are really just people, right, and the average person doesn't want to be somewhere that they're not invited, right? Of course, right. there's a handful of people that would, but the, the, if we just think that like the average person is like, all right, I know where I'm not wanted. Right. You want me to leave? Fine. Fine. I'll go next door. I'm like, going to go to the woods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. And it also makes 
it takes some of the anxiety away. Absolutely. Because you feel like you actually have some control over it, which is nice. Like if I ever see one or if I experience this, then I can just be like, when I'm done if, or if it freaks me out, I can be like, you know what? Get the hell out of here. Not I'm done with you right now. It's not right. It's not, yeah. I'm not feeling this. And to know that I have some power in there. But if, if I do that and they stay, like, what are they a rogue ghost? Like what happened? You would then have to call a medium to get a space clearing. Right. I would have to sage the space or whatever they do. Yeah. Right. Clear the space. Clear the space. Yeah. Clear the the stage of ghosts. Strike the stage. (laughs) I want to see how many times I can can bring this back to Broadway. (laughs) You have to translate it for me. Otherwise I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> what What do you mean? Please? No, the ghost is stage left and you're stage oh, right. House right? House oh, no, right. Stage right stage yes, right. Okay, stage right. right. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, anxiety is, is really about control, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not a psychologist, but uh, I've interviewed plenty enough that like, I, I know at yeah, least okay. that rule. And, and knowing that if you're experiencing something that you do have more control yeah. It's, it's nice that you can tell them to leave yes. and they'll leave. Yeah. Yes. And it makes you also not as scared for this kind of experience. So therefore the unknown is sort of taken away and the anxiety of the unknown. Cause you're like, you know what? Absolutely. It's okay. I can end it when I want to, or yeah. Right. Exactly. And then also nice. in that same vein, the other rule that she mentioned is that spirits are also often connected to you in some way. They're like a family member, which is, mm-hmm. is nice. I remember my mom once telling me when I was afraid of ghosts as like a, like a child yeah. saying her father had passed and she's saying like, there's no reason to be afraid of ghosts because my dad would be a ghost and he wouldn't hurt anyone. And Aww. it's kind of a nice thought. It's That's like, nice. yeah. Like again, yes. like if ghosts are people, you know, they're not totally the average person isn't trying yeah. to hurt you. I exactly. And then I, uh, but then you want, you start to wonder, okay, how come I'm not getting visits from anyone? Mm-hmm. I guess I don't have the power or like the say that, you know, it may not be in me or whatever, but I'm like, okay, grandma, grandpa, like, thanks for not saying hi. Yeah. Like, or, <laughs> or like, I don't know. It just, I, uh, it's funny. Cause my mom always would, my mom always thought that her dad got like reincarnated as a bird or like little mm-hmm. birds whenever they're by the window, you know, she'd be like, hi, dad, or like, hi, mom. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that was kind of cute. Cause I'm like, we do that already sort of with things yeah. like we, we do that naturally, whether or not it's a ghost, we kind of imagine or feel people's energy mm-hmm. if they passed. And I think that could be sort of a similar thing. Like she swore that one bird that just hung out and kept coming back she was like it's totally my dad and it happened like right after he passed and then she'd see like a similar bird still to this day and it's like there is comfort in that so i feel like ghosts, there's comfort in knowing that you're being visited or you're being thought of or right it's 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 nice it's really nice nice. but also it's a very funny thought to be like what's the matter grandma grandpa what what am i where are you right now are you so busy are you so busy (laughs) You give me time. Like, yeah. are there endless golf courses where you are, wherever right. you are? That's it. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe they're having a great time partying it up, whatever the afterlife is, if there is one. You know. Yeah. I hope for. I hope that's for them. 
I hope that but, for me too. Yeah. I hope that for me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> great. This will be great. I'll never have to come back. Yeah. Get on a house improv team in heaven. <laughs> the dream. The dream. <laughs> yeah. That's Some people might call that hell. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, I don't want money. I don't want great life experiences. I would like to be on a house improv team mm-hmm. and be paid nothing. Nothing. I would like that. Uh, yeah. I'm going to wear cargo shorts and a hockey jersey. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Always. And be in a basement for the rest of my life. My life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Three people in the audience. Well, jaded improv <laughs> aside, I think it's a good time to go to the third clip. Let's. Uh, where we start talking about the scariest parts of being a medium. Now on the podcast to talk about ghosts, I have... Hey, do you wish you were a thoughtful card person but don't have the time or energy? Right? You want to be that person that has a hobby, full-time job, crushing it in the job, has kids, has a family, has a dog, whatever it is, and still... Right, sends that message, sends a card, handwritten, something that makes you laugh and cry. How does that person do it? I don't know. But maybe it's Cardist. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Cardist. (laughs) The Cardist Studio is your personal assistant. That's how you get it done, right? Somebody helps you out with it. That's okay. The end result is still the end result. You're thinking, oh, should I send them a card? That's it. From there, you just jump onto thecardiststudio.com and tell them exactly what just popped in your head. Your thoughtfulness. The Cardist Studio will get your personalized message handwritten into the card and in the mail for you. You're busy. You're doing a lot of other things. You know, it's not like they're going to tell on you. And the person's going to be thrilled. I've gotten one of these and it filled my heart with joy. Even better, it's fast, it's custom, and it's a total life changer. Hey, you're a thoughtful card person now. Look at you. New achievement unlocked. Just go to thecardiststudio.com and you can even use the promo code ANXIETYPOD for 10% off all orders. Now on the podcast to talk about ghosts, I have... So someone is experiencing something in this house. Let's just use as an example of they move into this house and for the first time in their lives, cabinets are opening or they're hearing things or smelling things. You've talked about clearing houses. Is this... Is that an effective way of handling uh, a, a visitation or a presence in a house? Mm, absolutely. So for someone who, you know, and, and there are two, I, I interact with two different types of people. So, you know, one person, if there are cupboards opening and, and the radio is turning on and off and lights are flickering and they're smelling cigarette smoke, they will oftentimes, you know, reach out to me and say, I know this is my aunt. I know that this is my brother. I know. Is that who this is? And so they will reach out for confirmation because in their mind, they're like, oh, I know exactly who this is and what's going on. And it doesn't scare them. They're just at a different place with it. They're a little more, they're a little more ready to explore and ready to look at that. And then the other calls that I get are from people who I, I had one woman call and she said, you have to come now. I'm not going back in that house. There's, there's something in there and, and it's touching us and it's watching us and it's talking to us. And so those are the, the typically the type of calls that I get when we do space clearings. Space clearings are the best word I can use to describe them. The energies are they're discordant energies. So it could be, it could be a loved one who hasn't gone to the light, like the movie Ghost. It could be a loved one that perhaps died in the house and they don't, they haven't crossed over and they're still connected to that house. They haven't moved on. 
it can be a lost soul. Sometimes, you know, someone will come in, you know, if you imagine, you know, and these energies, so a lost soul, for example, and you can call them a ghost if that, if that resonates better. So these energies will gravitate towards energies that are familiar to them. Mm-hmm. So if someone died and they were perhaps an alcoholic, they will typically hang out at bars. They will hang around people that like to drink because that's an energy that they understand. If someone was suicidal, they were depressed and they took their own life and they didn't go to the light for whatever reason, they will gravitate towards people who are depressed, someone who has depressive thoughts and and they feel very sad and they're down because it's an energy that they understand. So sometimes these energies will, they can come into someone's house, you know, and not to, and I'm not telling people to stop having parties or get togethers, but it's oftentimes when we go to clearer space, it can, it's after they've had a gathering in their home and these energies come in with someone who has similar energies to what they had when they crossed over. And then those energies will stay behind. They linger for whatever reason. So oftentimes it's, they're just like stuck energy. They just need a little bit of help to get to the light. That's really, I would say 99% of the time, it's just an energy that's just stuck. They don't know. They, they either don't know that they've died. They know they've died and they don't understand it's like they're kind of they're kind of stuck in this in-between space there's this this reality here here on earth and then there's the hereafter heaven the other side whatever that looks like for you and if they don't go to the light they're kind of stuck in this in-between spot and so that's often times that's what a ghost is it's an energy that's stuck and so myself a medium we go in and we just we're clearing them mm-hmm. it's as, it's as easy as that and and so yeah i think and yeah, are there are there mischievous ghosts? Absolutely. Are there ghosts that like to mess with people? Yeah, absolutely. Just like there are people that like to be mischievous. There are people that people that like to pull pranks and and say crazy things and do crazy things. There are spirits that do the same thing. They still have that personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that leads me right to my next question. You describe them as funky town, but how <laughs> prevalent are ghosts that may not be on the scale of Casper, the friendly ghost to Satan, maybe (laughs) leaning a little bit more towards Satan. How often does that show up? And, and how do you, how do you work with that for somebody who may be experiencing that? I want to hear your experience, but also maybe some advice that you might have for somebody else. Mm -hmm. From my experience. I mean, I, I have a seance every Halloween and we create, and the only reason that I do that is because I've, I'm, I've mastered how to work with all of these different energies. And so I'm not, a, I'm not scared of any of it. I know how to handle it. I know how to be, you know, and, and I have part of my spiritual team to do this kind of work. I consider them spiritual bouncers. So if there's any kind of, I have, I have it set up that only energies come through in classes or readings that will contribute the most to the person that is there. And, you know, it's not an open gateway for any kind of riffraff or any kind of weirdo energies to come in. So I have it set up a little bit differently. And I think it's just really important to, first of all, I mean, if if there is something that's happening in your world and you're terrified and you're scared and it's just, it's giving you the EVGVs, then I, I so encourage you to find someone to work with. Mm-hmm. to help you to understand what that is and what you can do with it. Again, the majority of calls that I get are from people that are scared of something, but they they have an awareness 
but they don't want to go into it. They're like, no, 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 no. I just, I want you to take care of it. I don't want to look at that. And that's okay. That's totally fine. I have seen, I've, I've experienced some pretty, pretty funky energies. I mean, if there's a movie, I, you know, for whatever reason, they're talking movies today. That's, that's my, my guides are usually talking about music or, or movies to help, to help make it relatable to people. But yeah, I have seen things that look like something from the movie Alien. I have seen things that look like just, it's, it's not something from here. There was something, this was early on when I first started doing space clearings. There was, there was this being, this energy there that it, I swear it looked like something from Hellraiser. I don't know what that was, where it was from, where it was conjured up from, but it was just, wow. And I always have, I always have teachers and guides that are, that are even more experienced than I am. So I can learn from those people. So thankfully I would have these experiences and then I would be picking up the phone going, Oh my God, you're not going to believe what just happened. What is this? What's going on with that? And so I think it's just really important to understand from, from my perspective, if you are aware of different energies, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I mean, not everybody is aware of stuff. Most people are checking their, their Apple phone and they're, they're, they're doing their nine to five and they're, they've got their set schedule and that's their life and they love it. And that's amazing. But if you're open to the possibilities, I mean, it's, it's, it can be magical. It can just be so powerful. And we have this spiritual team that's available to each and every one of us. I mean, I have guides that help me when I'm writing. I have guides help me cook. I have guides help me. Oh, I have runner guides that always get me Costanza parking everywhere I go. So if you're open to it, these energies are there to help us and guide us. And they don't take over our life. We have free will, but there is a balance. There is a dance to getting to know these energies. And there's also setting up the boundaries around that. Again, I mean, I, I gave myself working hours because I, I had spirit in the house every night. I used to teach classes at the house and there were a lot of different energies in this one class. And at the end of the class, everybody finished up and, you know, everybody went home and then we were making supper. I remember my daughter looked up at me and she said, Oh God, mom, they're still in the house. And she ran up to her room and slammed the door. And I said, what's still in the house. And I realized that it was like, Oh shoot, we didn't close. <laughs> We didn't close the doorway of energy that we opened for these energies to come through for the class. So then it's like a doorway and, and kind of all these different weirdo energies were coming in. So then we had to go through and clear the house and, and just kind of put everything back to where it came from. The first space clearing I ever did, the people that owned the house, they said they didn't want to go in the basement. The basement was cold. They heard noises, stuff was moving, shifting. The dog was barking all the time. He would be watching something go up the stairs and barking and growling and because animals see spirit and called in to do this clearing. And it was a little boy and I don't know where he was from. Like I just, it was, he almost looked like a little elf. Like he had these, these little pointy ears and he was kind of running around and, and he's like, you can't catch me. And I said, well, you know what? You're not meant to be here, my sweet. You're not supposed to be here. There was actually a portal or a gateway, if you want to call it, under the stairs. And so my guides were saying, just, we just need you to kind of corral him around into this area and then we'll handle it from there. And so I remember we finally got this little guy to go into this area and yeah, the guides came in, took him and gone. And it was it was the craziest thing. I, I, I stood there for about 10 minutes after going, what just happened? What the heck was that? And so, yeah, there are portals, gateways, openings, 
a lot of the TV shows, I mean, you know, Andromeda and, you know, different TV shows. I mean, there's, I think there's an element of truth to them. I mean, someone has channeled this information based on their experiences. And I think it's, I think it's an invitation just to be a little bit more curious. And if it's a hard no for people, it's a hard no. That's okay. I'm not here to convince you. It's just, I, I try to open people to the possibility that you have gifts and capacities. You have loved ones on the other side. And if you'd like to connect and communicate with them, you can. Incredible. Yeah. Very, very fascinating stuff. Well, to put basically what everything you're saying kind of together for someone who's feeling anxious in their living space or seeing things, it it seems as though connecting with older mediums, uh, sort of understanding that the average ghost isn't really trying to get you. There's a lot of it. We have free will and, and, and we can set boundaries pretty well. And the, for the 1% of, of ghosts that need a, a push, there's someone like you that can help handle the, uh, the rough stuff. Did I, did I miss anything there? No, I think that was, I think that was everything. I think that's great. And for people that I have a lot of clients that, that do experience different levels of anxiety for, you know, a myriad of different reasons. One of the, I found one of the best ways to help with anxiety and stress is actually through scent. Scent will actually rebalance the central nervous system the quickest. So if you have a diffuser here in Canada, we have a company called Sage, S-A-J-E, and they have this incredible essential oil called stress release. And so anytime that that's available, you can just, they also have liquid sunshine, which is fantastic. But again, anytime the stress is starting to perk, starting to peak and, and come up, that's what I always tell people, you know, just have essential oils, breath work. You know, when you do a cycle of breath work, breathe in for eight, release for eight, do a cycle of breathing that instantly starts to calm you down. One of my favorite ways for people to, that have anxiety to sort of come back into their grounding and and just sort of come back into present time is to just place your hand over your heart. And as you continue to take nice deep breaths into your mouth, it just, it starts to rebalance your brain's electromagnetic field with the electromagnetic field of your heart, and it'll instantly relax you. And so oftentimes, again, when something, if it is a spirit, if it is a ghost, even just saying the word ghost just starts to get people, the EVGV start to come in and they start thinking, mm-hmm. oh my God, some basic ways for people to start to just be curious about what it is. And if there is something more going on, if there's activity then yeah, absolutely. Find a medium, find someone to work with, find somebody to come in and and clear that. Burning Palo Santo incense will clear the energies out. I mean, there are so many different ways that we can do that. And I think it's, I think it's something worth, worth investigating. If, if any of this sparks sort of a, I wonder if that's me, or I wonder if, if you're curious, I think that's an invitation for you to maybe delve a little bit deeper. Very cool. Well, how can people get a hold of you if they would like to ask a question about how to get started down, down the road? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Again, it's Shauna DeMellon and you can check out my website at live a life you love, all spelled out.org. I'm on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. Yeah, reach out. Even if you have, even if you just want to share a really cool story with me, that would be amazing. And I'm happy to answer questions and, and point you in the right direction if you are needing a little bit of extra help. 
Love it. And on top of being a medium, you're also you also work with people in, in grief. So I wanted to mention that as well, if, in case anybody needs that kind of assistance as well. So Thank this you. has been incredible. So fun to consider the possibilities and, and kind of dive in there a bit deeper. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me, Patrick. Thank you. This has been so much fun. Thank you. Now on the podcast to talk about ghosts, I have to, the main thing that stuck out to me about this clip was she has this ghost team that helps her find parking and helps her with cooking. Yeah. It's like fairy yeah. godmothers. I mean, if if I want to be a medium to find parking, I mean, in New it's York City when fantastic. I used to live there. Yeah. Why doesn't she have an app yet? Where, like, <laughs> no, seriously, she could find people. She could help. I don't know. There's something, there's a way to monetize this. And why am I thinking about money? I don't know. But it just feels like there's an unlocked, I mean, a, a locked wealth of knowledge. It's pretty amazing. But yeah. yeah, also like if you're special and you have that, why no need to share it though, really? I mean, pretty great. Yeah, I, I know. Geez. I, when I heard that, I was just like, so taken aback. Like who wouldn't want, I like, who yeah, wouldn't want that? me and, and help me find exactly. deals on used cars or something, right? Yeah, or something useful. Exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> deals on used cars. There's like yes. one in Wyoming, just like, I've got you over here. It's right. in Wyoming, but like, you know, it's the cheapest option. <laughs> in your budget, you have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's that talk about some of the the scarier things that she saw. So she mentioned okay. seeing the thing that looked like, something that looked like one of the aliens from the movie Alien. She saw mm-hmm. something that looked like the guy from Hellraiser and like this like mm-hmm. demon child. I, I mean, she says it with such like mm-hmm. a, a chuckle in her heart and like a lightheartedness yeah. that I feel like I would not be able to, I'd be no like way. talking about it like a, a war story. Yeah. Honestly, again, this is the part that really freaks me out because if they're going to, if it's going to feel scary like that, I don't know if those are going to just go away. Those seem like the rogue people who would overstay their welcome because they're like, quote unquote, evil or like, whatever. I don't know. It feels to me like there's, that would feel really uncontrolled to me. Like really, really scary. And also, I don't know, that part makes me think though okay all of these things from movies and this and this is it the chicken or the egg people experiencing those things first that inspire movies or is it movies that are sort of making her already all of her senses and her medium senses and her experiences are they also now sort of leaking into that is it you know after seeing things is she now also just sort of seeing those things too i don't know it's just strange scary But the nice thing is she was very confident about mm-hmm. her ability to clear houses. So yes. if, if this is something that someone is experiencing and they're believing yes. that, that is the case, yep. very confident that you have the power to move things along. Get rid of it. Yeah. Get rid of it. Yep. And if it's a, a bad guy, you call Shauna. Yep. She comes in and clears it up. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There, yeah. It's so, I'm such a realist. And then I'm also like, still have like a lot of anxiety and I'm like, but what if it's true? But what if it's real? Like it could, it's real for some people and it's real. Mm-hmm. I go back in, in between this, like my anxiety takes hold. And then my like, Oh, come on. It's fine. 
Yeah. It's, it's so hard to straddle that line, I think. And then there's and it on is, top of yeah. the, is that real? It's like, then it's like, am I crazy? What's wrong with me? Right. It's such the snowball down there being like, why, what's wrong with me? Why can't I figure this out? Yeah. It shouldn't be this difficult. Like, let's just, it, it, it's going to be fine. Like, let's figure it out. Right. What's the reason behind it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But it is good to know that, that you can always call someone if you do experience these things, you know who to call not 911, not like you call Shauna. That's not your mother in law, you call Shauna. <laughs> no, you call Shauna. Shauna, that's it. Yeah. That's right. Say it with the full New York accent. Shauna. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. I, I mean, I don't know if, if this whole thing changes your opinion about or, or feelings towards uh, being nervous about ghosts for me it was comforting to know like kind of put some steps if I was ever like really experiencing it knowing that I could say please get out of here or if not Mm -hmm. get a house clearing and then you move on with your life (laughs) yeah so funny like right or whatever the hell the company exactly well that's why I'm wondering here why there aren't more like why does Shauna not have more is she like why isn't she getting the word out there like how many people really are experiencing this is it like yes there's judgment towards it so that could be why but like i don't know like are people experiencing this and not telling people about it what is the percentage she made it seem like they're you know she's pretty busy up uh, yeah. in calgary so uh, she's working. yeah she's got a lot going on they just got her hands full up there so well absolute pleasure joking around with you and seeing your face so fun uh, yes, you too. Where can people find you on social media if, if that's oh, something you're interested in? You can follow the Goldfarb at, at Abby Goldfarb on Instagram. That's where you find me. That's it. There the you go. one and only. Yeah. That's awesome. It. Thanks so much. It was so much fun. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. I I really do bite down hard uh, and and go for the ride for any horror movie that I'm watching. I remember we were watching Haunting of Hill House and there were, you know, there's that bent neck lady. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. If you haven't watched it, check it out on Netflix, but also, you know, you're probably not going to (laughs) sleep. It's one of those. One of the biggest jump scares I've ever had is like episode four or five. It's, it's, It's terrifying. Anyway, Bent Neck Lady, for those of you who haven't seen, is, is like a ghost that kind of shows up to scare these little kids every every once in a while when they're sleeping. So they wake up and she's there. Awful. Terrifying, right? And I remember we had just watched it and, and Jamie had hung a robe up on like the closet door on like the top part. And so you wait, I woke up and there was just like a floating black robe and I... <laughs> I jumped so hard awake. <laughs> oh man, as if I had actually conjured the bent neck lady in, in to life. Nope, just a robe. Uh, that's embarrassing to admit, but it's funny. Anyway, thank you so much to Abby. Thank you so much to Shauna. Definitely check out their websites in the description. I want to remind you also of my other podcast called Death Space Filling the Void. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts. There's the Buy Me a Coffee link if you like the show and you want to support it. You can make a little donation. Make a big donation if you wanted to. 
<laughs> Any donation is very much appreciated. You can also sign up for Instacart through the link in the description. By doing it that way, you're telling Instacart that this show sent you, and that also helps support the show. You can also take advantage of, of my software tutors promo code for pod 20, which gives you 20% off if you want to learn about different software. Then there's the Carter studio with the promo code anxiety pod, which gives you 10% off. So yeah, just, I, I think the biggest fear about COVID was having long haul COVID. So I tried jogging yesterday didn't go so well, but it's also like 95 and, and more humid than a wet blanket down here in Charleston. I tried to I basically just tried to come up with like a Southern saying, yeah, it's more humid than a, it's more humid than a wet blanket. That's a terrible act. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but that could be the reason why too, that, uh, you know, you just can't, can't go jogging when it's the feels like temperatures 110. It's crazy. Oh yeah. It, it, my my symptoms are getting better and feeling stronger by the day. <laughs> I say that laughingly, but yeah, thank goodness. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week and I'll talk to you on Thursday.